Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So our next one is consequences, because as player characters, as they influence the world, their, their actions have consequences, either good or bad, and they're going to have ramifications of that. So them getting burned is going to cause ramifications. Which we just covered yesterday, or the last mm-hmm. episode, depending on when you're hearing this. So, okay, so let's talk about consequences, and let's talk about a game. Let's talk about two games. We're going to talk about Witcher 3, and we'll talk about Cyberpunk 2077, okay? okay. And um, so let's talk about Witcher 3, and I'm going to set the stage really quick. And we're not going to go too deep into it, because it's kind of horrific, okay? But in in The Witcher 3, you have a side quest where you have to go find a guy whose name, I think, actually, I might even get edited for even saying. Um, but regardless, when you show up, there are pieces and disembodied disemboweled women like all over the place it is absolutely amazingly disgusting there are women dead in these bloody pools of bath water and everything else and he's just kind of chilling with all these dead bodies and doesn't even really care um you show up and you start to intimidate him he kind of laughs in your face and then at the end of the day you engage in functionally light torture you basically beat the crap out of the guy and then you have a choice to make you can kill him, which is what I did. Or you let him live. Or you let him live. But when you let him live, you like literally like poke out his eyes and horrifically, and we're not getting into it, you horrifically make him something. And then you throw him out and his life gets really bad. And it's it's arguable over whether or not either one of those is a good action by any stretch of the imagination. And to be fair, Witcher 3 is all about there are no good good choices. There's just really horrible choices in a really horrible world. Mm-hmm. And... Now, Cyberpunk obviously has some side quests that apparently you're telling me go even further than that, which I don't want to get into too much. Yeah. But so here's the deal. Consequences. Okay. So these bad or not so good choices have consequences, whatever they are. And in some of the games, I think they can go further than you should go in an RPG. And I don't mean a video game RPG. I mean a tabletop RPG. And I'll tell you why. So there was this, um, if you haven't seen the movie Reservoir Dogs, I'm not going to go into that too much either, but there's a torture scene in Reservoir Dogs where this guy gets his ear cut off, okay? And Quentin Tarantino did a scene where he showed the guy's ear getting cut off, and he did one where he showed where he, he just panned just to the side, and you saw the shadow of it happening, and you heard it. And the audiences that saw the torture happen never brought it up. It wasn't a big deal, and which kind of says something about our or reality as a as a group i guess but and it wasn't like brought up but in the audiences the test audiences where he panned away every single person came out and said i cannot believe you showed that you showed that guy's ear getting cut off now what did i just tell you though they didn't show it but the thing is if you leave it to the imagination of the person, they're going to fill in more gruesome detail than you ever can. This is why showing the monster in a horror film should not be done until maybe the last minute, if ever, of the movie. Because as soon as you show it, it loses its horror, no matter how horrible it is. If you remember watching the movie Alien for the first time, as soon as the alien shows itself, it's horrible, but it's not the worst thing in the world. That's why H.P. Lovecraft's cosmic horror is so great is because he never describes enough of the details of the monster for you to know what it is. They're always undescribable. Yep. In fact, he says they're undescribable. <laughs> so does it, so undescribable that you go insane seeing them. Yeah. And now what does that even look like? I don't know. But trying to imagine it might cause me to, to go also insane. go insane. 
Now, so here's the thing. So let's talk about consequences in your Shadowrun cyberpunk game. And let's use The Witcher 3 as another example, because I think they had the best idea of a consequence in the game in that, but not that, not the one I'm not going to talk about, but this other one. Very early on. Very early on. There's a side quest. If you miss it, you totally could miss it. You just end up walking into this woman's hut and she's got a girl who's uh, has this huge fever and she's going to die. Yeah. She got attacked by the griffin very early on. Yeah. And so the woman who's like a, she's basically like an herbalist, right? I mean, she mm-hmm. doesn't have any real magic powers and there's no wit mages she's, or anyone to save. She's done anything that, everything that she can do. So she's going to die from the hemorrhaging unless you give her swallow. Which is a type, basically you have to understand the Witcher 3, you're like this guy who's been mutated to the point where you can take poisons. Yeah. Swallow is a poison. And you say, well, I mean, I guess we could water it down but i don't know what the effects would be assuming that she doesn't scream because of the pain she might live so the answer is so the question is do you help the girl from certain death that's going to be long and arduous and painful because the medical woman won't let you put her out of her misery or do you give her this thing that is poison watered down which could heal her or have her have a worse faith or maybe die yeah so you make a choice so i made the choice of like well let's help and then again, and you may never even see the end of this. If you're not walking by a specific point in the story. On the edge of town. Uh, well, the edge of the world. Edge actually. of the world, there's a town, and then you find him. And this guy just shows up out of nowhere, and he goes, hey, are you Geralt? And you're like, yeah. And it's like, you save, you were you the one that gave that poison to my wife to save her? And you realize, oh, this is the guy's, hu- this is the husband of this woman I I hope I saved because you don't even know. You give it to her and you leave. And then when you come back to that same hut, she's they gone. The enough guardians hold her away. You have no idea where she's at. Yeah, they're all gone. Everyone's gone. So you can't even, you don't, there's no closure except for this one scene. And there's nothing you can do. There's not even a word choice you can do. This guy just informs you that his wife basically is in a, I would say coma? like a vegetative state. She's not in a coma because she, she can see, but she can't talk. She, she doesn't interact with anybody she basically had a lobotomy mm-hmm. your cure basically gave her a lobotomy and she just sits and stares in space all day long she can't feed herself she can't dress herself she can't even go to the bathroom by herself she just goes to the bathroom and this guy now is a soldier in this army that you may or may not like it doesn't really matter and you're directly responsible for it and the guy says i wish you would have let her die but he doesn't have the ability to put her out of her misery and here's the deal you don't have a choice to put you don't you he just walks away at that line. You you told him that his that the only person that could heal her now is a sorceress. And good luck. There's like seven of them, and that entire guy's army was hunting them down. Yeah. So like his only salvation is to go against everything he believes in. And so the guy's like, I wish you would just would have let her die. And he walks off. You can't even offer to go put her out of her misery. And you can't find the guy. There's no hut to go to. It's over. Yeah. That's the end of it. You deal with your consequences. Now, what I like about that is, um, now, because the other consequences are, I'm sure you meet up with the guy again, and he's like, are you the guy to let my wife die? Why didn't you do anything? I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm sure it's the exact same scenario. Like, you basically get, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what is really good. And why I want to talk about consequences in the world of cyberpunk, with that as a backdrop, is that you, as the GM or the DM, or whatever you want to call yourself, think about what happens if the milk run is just a milk run. Or you do steal that really cool tech and you hand it over to some nefarious characters. Is there like a news story now within a week or something later that your characters read with the, 
they're using experimental technology. 17 innocent men and women were killed yesterday. Yep. Or, or even have it as a greater effect. Because you gave that, them the tech that long, that long time ago, two to three more sessions later, you're starting to see that same tech being used against you. Could be that. Could be something even worse than that, where maybe what you, that little job you did where you gave them the experimental whatever or the information, it starts unbalancing the power. We're going to talk about power vacuums in a later thing, but unbalancing power is a different conversation, a different yes. concept where maybe the two corporations were on even footing, but because you worked and you gave them that one piece, that other one's now edging itself out. And as such, the gang that you were working with is now getting bolder. Maybe they're doing things that you're not really happy. And this could lead to, this consequence could lead to a burn, a burn scenario, which we talked about in our last episode of maybe there's a moral consequence that has to happen and your players are going to take a stand. And maybe they got to, they take a stand and they go take that technology back or they go take a stand and try to kill the people, like the scientists that are running with that tech and making it better so you can stop and bring back the balance. Because here's the deal. Unbalanced power is incredibly dangerous. Um, it, it, and I hate to say this, but it's, it's like unbalanced power can be very dangerous in your world or in any world where if you only have one superpower, they can, they believe they can do whatever because there's no one to stop them. Having two superpowers, no matter how good or evil that is, at least means that there's a sense of a balance and a check, right? Neither side's going to go too crazy. Um, and if you don't believe me, just look at kind of, Germany was unchecked in Europe during World War II and look at the atrocities that they committed. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know about the atrocities until like we After. heard rumors, but I mean, we didn't, we didn't confirm the atrocities until we had gotten there um, as Americans. And the thing is, it shows you what unbalanced power is. So in some ways you'd almost want to have three or four superpowers just so that maybe everybody realizes that there's these boundaries that we can't cross because we'll be put in check by maybe one or two other superpowers. Mm -hmm. That said, anything your players do can have a consequence. That said, don't make everything your players do have a consequence. Use it, um, use it sparingly and for dramatic effect. And it doesn't always have to be a gut blow either. It could be something really good that happens out of something that you didn't expect. So again, play around with consequences, but don't just play around with negative consequences. Otherwise, you'll teach your players not to make any decisions. Play around with good as well. Absolutely. I mean, let them see the consequences of maybe they took that horrible tech and they handed it over to somebody who just destroyed it. And then you watch the balance of those powers come back into effect. And all of a sudden, like all those really, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, the east sides of the streets are now being cleaned up because the other corporations coming in and they're funding the police to get it done because now they don't have to worry about the power imbalance that you helped write. So there's a lot of things you can do with this, but just think about it as you're going through of, is this in a major enough event or even in an other effect, is this such a minor event that you want to add a consequence to it? And uh, it could be good, bad, or otherwise. And I would do a mix, um, major events, minor events, good and bad consequences all throughout. And if you're really good at it, every effect to a certain degree has both a good and a bad consequence mm-hmm. in varying degrees. So hopefully that's really helpful. Hopefully it gives you yeah, a really good depth to your game because that's really what you're looking for. And uh, I hope that you just start taking some of these concepts and incorporating them. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.